I am pumped. Not to give yeah. too much away. <laughs> no, this is gonna be fun. Oh my god. It works. This works, dude. <laughs> this is blowing my mind. Alright. So do you want a notes review or just get into it? I, I'm good with just getting into it. I kind of looked over them. I think I could just okay. go with the flow. Oh, oh yeah, you know it's what I pretty smooth. I forgot put to anything write down in the notes? what games I bought. Yeah, I didn't put anything in the notes. Yeah. We're just winging it today. And this you is, can't we're like, going real go to your energy. Xbox anymore. Yeah, my. Well, you just gave it away. All right. Uh, hello and welcome to Gaming Together. Fuck you. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. This is a podcast where we play, review, and talk shit about video games loosely defined by the term co op. Who defines if a game is co op? We do. We do. I'm joined as always by my co host and co op partner, Philip. Almost just said partner. How you doing, Philip? I'm doing good. Uh, this week has been a wild week. We are actually recording like the day before we usually release the pod. So odds are it'll probably come out tomorrow. Uh, it depends on what I feel like after we finish this episode. Did I throw you off with the... Uh, I that I did not tell him that I was going to do a different intro. Yeah, that was a different intro. Uh, I'm not sure if I understood everything, but I hope it was uh, good. You said it really yeah, fast. If not, if not, you can just fucking edit your own intro in the beginning and it'll just be normal. All right. God, that, that'd uh, be we so weird. Guest. You want to introduce our guest, bud? Yes, this is Ryan from Main Quest Podcast, right? Uh, from List Off Podcast. Oh, List yeah. Off. oh yeah. no. Hey, if, I was, if, I, if there was a podcast to be confused for, uh, it's an honor to be confused for the, the Main Quest. Uh, but yeah, we're List Off Podcast with, with oh, Brian List and off. Ryan. Okay. Yeah, it's cool. So I've been pounding three podcasts recently, and it's List Off Main Quest. And uh, like specifically, I listened to your Pinecone episode recently. With, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that. And the one that got me the most is Top Games You Would Re... Okay. For listener at home, uh, their podcast, uh, if I were to step in and tell you about it, is they make a list, old Ryan and Brian, and they talk about just gaming in general. It doesn't always have to be about games. Sometimes talk about food or anything they really want to rank and quantify. And one of my favorite ones, like, of course, I enjoyed the Mario Pinecone one. Uh, one I really enjoyed is games you would replay for the first time. Yeah, yeah. And... What I really thought about was games I would not want to replay for the first time. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, I don't ever want to go back and do my first playthrough of Dark Souls 1 again. Like, that would be <laughs> terrible. My first playthrough of Dark Souls 1 was about an hour and a half, and then I restarted because you learned so much in that first hour and a half. So I was like, you know what? I bet I could do better, and I could get here a lot oh, yeah. faster. So I, I did a hard reset on that one. But we actually do only talk about games on the podcast. Uh, we have kept the idea open of doing other lists, like food, movies, whatever, pop culture. But at, up to this point, it's only been video games. And for the foreseeable future, it's going to only be video games. So... We're we're a gaming podcast. Cool, cool. You know that was one of the lists I was thinking about whenever you asked if I wanted to be on the show, and I was thinking yeah. like a uh, top ten most delicious looking food in video games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that really that's so crazy you say that. Literally last week, my dad uh, had said, "Have you done anything on like video game food?" So I think I think we should do it. I think it's uh, it's set in the stars, man. Like we should definitely well, make it happen. Oh no! See, I just put my foot in my mouth now because I I can't even name one. Okay, the <laughs> meat bone thing from Kirby. 
That's the one I, I was, always think about. I was I went with Nintendo too. I was thinking Super Mario Sunshine with Isle Delfino and having all those. Oh plans. yeah, all the fruits. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. you got the classic wall meat from Castlevania. Wall I, meat. Yeah. I would take a bite of Super Meat Boy. I would try. <laughs> there and taste you, go. you could put them on the list. <laughs> all right. What all are right, we doing, so, man? <laughs> this, all right. We are a gaming here. podcast, but we are also people. People behind the games. So let's stop in and. Just see how your life's been going, Dave, because I feel like I've been living in a hurricane. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'm, I'm as the uh, young kids, uh, young hip kids say, I'm diso- disassociating a lot. I'm like outside of my own body. Things have been going wild. My computer broke. That's been crazy. Uh, but this is, uh, you can really get the chaotic energy that we've got going on right now. We're kind of just really, really riding the wave. And I am using, we are still recording through Zencaster as normal. But I am using my Xbox Series X going through Edge's browser, and I just hooked up a webcam, and it's working. So, like, this is the most insane. I'm pretty sure, Philip, that we're probably the first people to ever do this, if this even works. But it seems Using like your Xbox to record a podcast? Yeah, well, I mean, through Zencaster? Like, we need to email Zencaster and tell them that we're doing this. Maybe we can, maybe we can get somebody on the pod. Right? A little sponsorship or something. For real. By, by the way, Ryan, why does it look like you're talking into a Series X? Is uh, that so, <laughs> I have uh, no, no soundproofing in this room, and it was uh, really, really echoey. So I, I purchased this little like um, sound dampener. It's actually like soundproofing that goes around your mic, kind of creates like a little little nook for it to sit in. And uh, it act, to me, to my ear, it made a difference. I don't know if people listening listen that closely but to me doing the editing and everything i'm sure you're familiar with it phil oh yeah you pick up on that sort of thing so i'm glad i purchased it yeah i especially pick up every time nave's ringtone goes off during the pod <laughs> just like just this moment <laughs> which now i have to leave that in because i called it out this time because usually we edit it out when we can yeah i edit out as much as i can all right so ryan yes we are a video game podcast and every time we get a new guest on the show, we asked them a specific co-op question. Are you familiar okay. with this question? I have heard it. I have heard it. I do not oh, have good. an answer prepared, however. <laughs> That's fine. So co-op gaming, something that is almost intrinsically a part of each console gamer. You seen is kind of shaky. But do you have a notable co-op memory you would like to share with the class? Um, a specific memory? Not necessarily. Uh, I do remember, for me, at my... At the age I am, uh, I grew up with a lot of the early Mario games. Uh, so calling them cooperative, it, by fact they are, but in practicality, not so much. It's very much taking turns with a lot of those early Mario games. So I just remember always fighting over who would be Mario and who would be Luigi uh, between myself and my older sister. And of course, as you can imagine, me being the younger brother, I was always Luigi. So I've kind of grown into a love for the character for luigi because of this uh i I feel like i actually relate more to luigi than mario now and it's all because of this stemming from my childhood with uh with mario playing at co-op is this distracting am i distracting you guys i mean you're freaking me out a little but uh (laughs) i know you're readjusting to your new space yeah this is strange not to take away from the luigi talk but luigi was always my more favorite one of the brother he has more personality I agree. I agree. Mario is, uh, I think Mario's not the nicest fella. Um, whereas Luigi, like I'd hang out with Luigi. I don't know if I'd hang out with Mario. 
Uh, here's another question. Would you rather hang out with Sonic or Mario, though? Wow, it depends. Uh, if I felt like eating chili dogs, I would hang out with Sonic. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Just for free food. <laughs> yeah. What's the other one? Are you eating spaghetti and meatballs with Mario? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, mushrooms? <laughs> if I felt like doing Mushroom. mushrooms, Just I'd mushroom. hang out with Mario. <laughs> and with that, let's get into the games we've been playing. So, Ryan, what have you been playing recently? My mind is all Elden Ring all the time at the moment. Um, I took a very brief break because I can't play it uh, at my lunch at work. So I did play some of this game called Overboard, uh, which is like an, I played it on my phone, but I think it's available on the Switch as well. A really cool little murder mystery, but you play as the murderer and you're trying to pin it on other people. You're stuck on a cruise ship and everybody's trying to kind of find out who done it and people have incriminating evidence against you and you kind of have to manipulate people and evidence to make it look like you didn't do it um it was very clever very well written uh really quick easy five minute playthroughs but aside from that it's been elden ring and man uh i'm sure you guys have <laughs> heard so much about this game i'm sure everybody listening has as well this is something else though i cannot put the game down I'm at about level 98, I want to say. I have a 41 hours in as of today, and um, I don't think I'm anywhere near the end, and I am. that makes me very happy. Yeah, Elden Ring is big right now. Mm -hmm. uh, if I go into the games I've been playing, I actually have been taking a break from Elden Ring since me and Nave are trying to play through it for the pod. Uh, we try not to get, uh, progress too much without each other, oh, cool. which really makes me not want to play without him. And with his computer going out and like I'm on spring break, so I'm taking care of my kids a bunch. I uh, just haven't had time to really play much. So I've been trying to do some backlog busting. Do you have a backlog of games? Oh, of course I do. I have a very right, healthy, healthy backlog. Do you have a number for it or if you were just to guesstimate? Oh my gosh, it's got to be in the twenties at least. Um, Only twenties? You don't think you have yeah. more back there? No, I, I think I really try not to miss those major titles. There's a lot of games that I want to play that I missed, but they're not like those those titles everybody talks about, right? Like one that comes oh, to yeah. mind is Mass Effect. I haven't played the Mass Effect series, and that's a big blind spot for me. Um, I'm currently trying to work Ooh. through Ho Hollow Knight because that's also a part of my backlog. And, you know, the Ori games, uh, to me, those are special so games. Good. Yeah, exactly. People talk about all the time. And uh, those are the can't miss. Um, gosh, if I, if I had, like, actually written down a backlog, it'd be never-ending because there's always new stuff coming out that you don't have the opportunity to play oh yeah nay what do you think about your backlog it's the worst i don't think about it because i get existential <laughs> whenever it starts coming up so i would appreciate it if you never brought it up again well i'm bringing it up and i'm gonna bring it up every week because i'm i'm starting a new wave this is a new year new philip i'm going to start busting through my backlog like there's so many games luck, that i've gotten from games from gold i keep getting all the free uh, like was it unreal who's unreal um, Do you see my dog? Epic. Epic, I yeah. Get straight, chill. Yeah, Epic. They give out games too, and they give quality games out. So I got Game Pass as well. I want to start mm -hmm. busting through the list and playing out everything I can. So right now I'm working through Plague Innocence. Have you guys played oh, it? I know yes. played it. Yeah, Plague I love Dale. it. Love the game. Yeah. Didn't beat it. Okay, so, uh, you know, quick spoilers. Mm. That pig scene was rough. I don't know about you guys, but oh, yeah, that's yeah, one yeah. That's just, there's one scene where, like, you show up to a pig farm, 
And Hugo, your little brother is like, I'm sorry for the loss of your pig brother. And then he like pats the pig on the side. And I'm like, yeah, that's rough pig. And then you continue on. And then, and yeah. then you, have to, you have to sacrifice the pig to the rats to get past. Yeah. And Hugo's yeah. like, no, what are you doing to the pigs? You're a monster. I'll never forgive you, big sister. And right. I'm like, Hugo, it has to be done. As I wipe the tears from my eyes to continue on. Right. It's I true. Sorry, I remember whenever I first did it, uh, I just kind of laughed about it because it just because I was like, how this whole time I'm thinking, how did this pig survive this long? This is insane. Like this, this is a lucky dumb animal. Pig. Yeah, but it, but then when we killed it and he got so upset, it almost like it almost like horseshoed back around to comment. I was like, this is so tragic <laughs> and sad that it's funny to me now again. I don't know. Yeah, the game has a lot of those moments, right, where you have, like, Amicia has to make those tough decisions. Um, I thought the voice acting in that game was really, really good, too. Uh, I'm glad I played through it. I hope you enjoy yeah. it. I do hope you enjoy uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I think I'm over halfway through at this point. It's uh, so far very good, very cinematic. Uh, I get, I'm getting very annoyed with how handholdy it is because, yeah. I'm, like, it feels like a Zelda game where every once in a while, like, I get an announcement wow, I really should throw some rocks to distract the guards. And I'm like, calm down. I walked into the room just now. Like, I'm looking yeah. around, and I'm like, okay, I could sneak over there. I, he's like, I gotta use the rats to take out the guards. And I'm like, stop, please. Yeah. <laughs> it flips right into Elden Ring for sure, because, like, that, you really see the juxtaposition. Like, I didn't notice how much handholdy video games had gotten until I played Elden Ring, and I'm just, like, always just wandering around. We're always finding our own way, finding secrets on accident, and it's, the only handholding you get is with the community leaving signs behind, and even those are 99% of the time just trying to <laughs> just fuck with you. Yeah. But, yeah, that reminds me of a, a video that Chris Reagan put up uh, on his Twitter from Sacred Symbols, where he just... Uh, just it's just a compilation in Horizon Zero Dawn of Alloy just constantly repeating herself. Like she's like standing on a ledge. She's like, I should probably try and get a running start with this jump. Like as soon as you oh, walk no. up, it's just like constantly. I mean, I don't know. I haven't played it, but it seems like it's constantly happening. It's really yeah. fun. It's a really funny video. So my co-host Brian is playing through uh, Horizon Forbidden West, and I'm while I'm playing through Elden Ring, and it, it's the same thing, like that juxtaposition where he's talking about, oh, you know, you go to the icon on the map, and I'm like, well, on Elden Ring, you just look at the map, and you, like everything is there. You see the castles, you see these points of interest, and it doesn't mark it. You know, I like that there's no quest log. He talks about a quest log in Horizon, and. There's like a laundry list of what the tasks you have to complete, but it's nice that that's not in Elden Ring. It's all by your memory. Like, oh, I, I remember I got to go back and talk to this guy. And like, if you forget, that's it. You just don't do the quest. It's really well done. And, and to bring it back around the games I'm playing. Uh, so I've, I started this whole backlog busting because I, I finally reached hour 165 on Dragon Quest Eleven, and I'm max level. I know that's that's just it. I'm so, I feel so bad. I'm, I made it through all this point, and I'm like, I'm big enough. I can I can kill the Dark Lord in the meteor or whatever. Spoilers for Dragon Quest Eleven. There's a meteor with a Dark Lord, and I'm like, I can do it. I go up there, kills me. I'm like, okay, obviously I'm bad. I'll try again. Kills me. All right, I'm bad. I'll try again. I read I realign the teams. I do all the little RPG min maxing. I'm like, I literally cannot level up anymore. This is the best you get in the game, besides maybe like gear upgrades, but. I don't have time for that, I guess. <laughs> I go in there. You? He beats me you again. Sure you yeah. This final boss beat me five times before I finally decided, I think I'm done with Dragon Quest for now. Oh, my <laughs> God. You quit? Yeah. You put yeah, so I quit. much more extra effort into it. At the I last tried boss. so hard. 
at the well, last me boss. Me too. Me too, though. <laughs> that, oh, that, that was you. Was okay, like, sick. Yeah. He was like, "I'm gonna beat you, Nave." And now, are you quitting for real? I was really. Yeah, for I'm you. quitting for real. I'm going back for the backlog. I've spent so much time in this game. I keep watching games, leave games for gold. I don't get your gold. Game Pass, and I'm like, I really wish I would have played that. <laughs> and then I look at my hours in Dragon Quest, and I'm just like, God, this game was good, but is it better than these five games I didn't play? I haven't played it. I am not an authority on the matter, but the fact that both of you made it to the final boss and quit, I think that says a lot about the game. Yeah, he put two, he put twice as much time into the game as I did. Wow. I, did, I was nowhere near max level. So when you said max level, I'm like, oh, for sure, he beat it. I've no. What do you? How do you beat the boss if you're max level and you and you're stupid? Dude, you stank? just have to be. You have to be a master. You got to be a master in the game. <laughs> like, it's like Dark Souls level hard of like, you need to memorize everything. And it's not even like the patterns are that hard with the final boss. He's pretty simple looking. And there's only one of them. It's not like he's constantly regrowing health bars or anything weird. It's a simple one-on-one RPG fight. You just got to figure it out. Now I'm back like busting. By next podcast, I vow to finish Plague. And I want to get a good start on Sonic Generations. <laughs> I'm playing a little bit. I Stop showing your dog. Her. Okay, well, I keep seeing her in the corner. All right, listeners, this is what's going on. I we did mention we're on. I'm on the Xbox right now, so I'm kind of in my living room, and this is this is the most distracted I've ever been during a podcast because I can just see everything happening. And normally, I'm in like this secluded little corner of my apartment, but I see literally everything, and I'm just like moving around freely, pacing, and I'm just distracting the shit out of them while they're talking. It's like. It's all good, dude. <laughs> I enjoy it. I enjoy I enjoy seeing your house. <laughs> yeah, he's got an aesthetic going. It's like weirdly oriental almost. Yeah, yeah no, all, it's super, super yeah. It's it's this is very all my, uniform. Uh, this is all my uh grandmother's stuff. She brought I think she brought it from Japan, but I'm not sure. It's cool. It's very cool. Nice. So you vowed to beat Dragon Quest eleven. No, Dragon Quest okay. Eleven is done. I'm going back for Plague. Delete I vow to be Plague. Okay, I vow yeah, to be I've already Plague. Okay, it. okay, okay. You uninstalled it. That that is yeah. serious business right there, dude. I want to finish Plague and then start on Sonic Generations. Which have you guys played Sonic Generations? No. Nope. Oh 20... yes, I have played that one. I actually played that one. It was yeah. on Games for Gold, wasn't it? I think so. It's pretty good, actually. It's not a bad game. Yeah, me and my friends, me and my friends, sometimes when we're drinking, we just want to play shitty games. And I thought that that was going to be shitty, but we actually were enjoying ourselves for about an hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm so I'm so out of the loop with Sonic games. Is it a 3D Sonic? I think it's OK. A so that's, that's the joke. Yeah, okay. is like there's it's Sonic Generation. So you have ancient Sonic, which looks, you know, cartoony and kind of iconic. And then you have new weirdly long limbed Sonic, <laughs> which talks and it's says like things like, God, yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> he doesn't have the scarf yet in this one, though. So he's just <laughs> long limbed Sonic. I don't even know what that means. OK, he gets the scarf in uh, the they came out with like a whole series of maybe it was Sonic Colors, I want to say. And then they had a Sonic TV show, which was called like Sonic big blast or something and in it uh they made the knuckles had like donkey kong shapes you know he's like really <laughs> swole and they gave tails like <laughs> goggles and they gave sonic a scarf around his neck they just looked at him and were like these guys need more accessories yeah really yeah like it was funny. it was weird especially for a series that had like a pretty good was it like set sonic am like run out with it like they had the cartoons back in the day were mildly successful and for them to just try to I don't know, it, it looks like the same thing that like the Donkey Kong animated series, if you're familiar with that. <laughs> oh my god. It just looks bad. 
I the thought 3D that, that was just a fever dream, but but I I used to have VHSs and I would watch them all the time. And I I just I specifically have a memory of sitting in my mom's bed, eating a East chocolate Easter egg, like just watching Donkey Kong and singing the music. And I was like, this is like the best show ever. And it's like the worst show ever. <laughs> have you have you watched it as an adult? No, I'm sure it's terrible. Oh my god, you'll go on YouTube. There are like full episodes I think just uploaded to YouTube, and it is the worst shit ever, dude. For me, <laughs> that's why for it's me, on YouTube. It was uh, the Super Mario Super Show, um, which had like live actors. It had a wrestler, uh, Captain Lou Albano, playing Mario, and uh, it had like yeah, this whole live acting skit, and then they'd lead into the cartoon. And like you said, man, as a kid, it was the coolest thing ever. Like I got to see Mario and Luigi. But going back, it's like, oh man, it, it uh, does not age well, you know. <laughs> oh man. All right. And also, while we weren't playing Elden Ring, Nave, I went to our local library and played more Beatles rock band with my kids. <laughs> Seriously? That's the rock yeah, band? Yeah, I took them back. Now? Yeah, like, dude, it's so great. They only have Beatles rock band, though, which is kind of unfortunate, but I'm just That's in the, the prettiest one. my kids. Yeah. Uh, then also, they had PlayStation VR there on a PlayStation 4, Whoa. and they don't let kids under 13 use it. So I put my, you know, 14 year old in there and she had never done VR before and she thought it was really cool. I did it for a minute and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. But I mostly let her do it. Uh, have you guys done any VR stuff? Yeah, I have a quest too. And I think it's just like, it's mind blowing. Every time I put the thing on, it's, you know, and, and have a new experience with it. It's, it's really that next level. I, I think there's so much potential there with VR and it's never apparent until you experience it. And then you're like, wow, they could do so much with this, with education, with anything. It's, it changes everything. I think. I mean, yeah, I played Beat Saber. Beat Saber is super dope though, dude. (laughs) Oh yeah. I remember it was in this uh, arcade place and I was with my ex. I mean, my girlfriend at the time and I was playing this game on, on like extra hard difficulty, which by the way, it was that, uh, diva, what is that song that uh, League of Legends has? You know how they have the pay- the K-pop group? Diva, oh, yeah. Oh, something yeah. like that? Yeah, I don't know what, what it's called. But uh, it was whatever song came out around that time, like a few years ago. And I took off the headset, and, and I was like going to turn around and be like, dude, you see how amazing I was at that? And then she wasn't there, and instead it was like 17 little kids just watching <laughs> me play this fucking game. Yeah. And I was just like, oh here you go you know i just gave them i just gave them that so that's awesome i just got the lady gaga uh expansion pack it's pretty good it's pretty good it's definitely it's definitely that game where you feel so cool doing it and you look like a fool to everybody else around you of course (laughs) (laughs) all right nave what uh, have you been playing i've been playing before we keep going on there was a uh, game on Game Pass. I don't remember who I heard it from. I think it might have been on Defining Duke or something like that. But um, on Game Pass, there's a game called One Step from Eden. Have you heard? Of, have you guys heard about this? Oh yeah, I got it installed. Have you played, it, played it yet? No, none. So you have no? Do you have any idea what it's like? It looks like a card game, but I'm not sure. So uh, are you guys familiar with like the Game Boy Advance games? Uh, it's, uh, I just almost said Sonic. It's a uh, Mega Man Battle Network. Have you guys ever played those? I haven't played them, but I'm no. But I feel like I have a memory in the back of my head for it. You, I had them in high school. Like I had a Game Boy SP, and I used to play them occasionally. But so you probably saw that. But um, this game is literally like a spiritual successor to Mega Man Battle Network, and it's so fucking fun. It's uh, 
you have nine. I don't remember how many tiles you have. I think it's three by three or four by three or something like that. But um, you bounce around on these tiles and you shoot across to the other enemy side, kind of like a volleyball court. You're like shooting your gun okay. at them. But uh, as you're playing, you have cards that are dropping through a deck and you only have two at a time. And you have to manage your mana to use these cards that do different abilities. Like one will shoot a thunderbolt four spaces away from you, or one will shoot a uh, machine gun, like or like it'll flood the field with uh, waves and knock all the enemies around and stuff. And there, are, it's it's kind of a roguelike where you're just trying to get further and further along on this path. And there are different events, like you, there are think there are like hostages you have to save and stuff like that, treasure chests you can find. But it's it's really, really fun and addicting. I didn't expect to play the shit out of this. Because with Mega Man Battle Network, I didn't really like the combat that much. I was really playing for the world. I thought it was interesting to have like a USB drive plug into a thing, and then your little Mega Man avatar dude goes. It basically turns every computer, toaster, TV into a RuneScape universe. You know what I mean? That's essentially yeah, what those games are like. And I was living in that fucking fantasy. But um, yeah, the, the gameplay in this is really solid. The funny thing is, is um, I don't know if we brought this up on the podcast yet, but Elden Ring broke my right bumper on my Elite controller, which this seems to be like a problem with the Elite controllers in general. Elden Ring fucked my right bumper up, and the game is default is right bumper as the shooting, and I so I had to like go into the Xbox's uh, accessibility controls and like rekeybind everything so I could actually play the fucking game. Not so elite now, is it? Oh, oh, got him. Is it, uh, do you have the series two or the series one, Elite? Just out of curiosity, because I, it's, I, w- I wonder if it's something I need to worry about with my, with my right bumper. Uh, it's the series two. Yeah. So, so I'm not I sure do. if you have, uh, so I'm not sure. So I think my, I have a friend, uh, Christian who just tosses this thing around like it's worth, tw- like it's worth $50. Yeah. And, and sometimes it, people don't catch it and it falls. So it might have been from a fall that damaged it. But I'm blaming Elden Ring because right. I have been destroying the bumper anyways. So even with the these these controllers are so fucking awesome. It's that my favorite. I'm debating on I'm debating on just putting a paddle and then key binding it to right bumper and just continuing to use the butt because I'm I don't know if you're using the paddles. Oh yeah. I only have yeah. one here. I, oh, wow. I only have okay. one attached yeah. to it. I don't know if you yeah. can tell, but I'm yeah, using yeah. it as the A button. Yeah, I have two. I, I typically use two only on it. Um. But it's my favorite controller. I think it's unparalleled. Like it is so cool. It feels so good in your hands. Oh man, it's it's so heavy and it's I know. so big. I'm like, oh, I fucking love this. This yeah. is starting to sound a little sexual. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, keep I've going. Been playing uh, with uh with the fifty dollars that uh, Philip so generously didn't take from me. Um, I <laughs> decided to buy Samurai Warriors Five, and I'm not sure. It feels like it's been three years since we recorded the last episode so i'm not sure what we talked about but we talked about that Mm -hmm, you did yeah i just listened to it yeah and it's uh it's samurai warriors all right (laughs) and it's got like anime cutscenes, and uh that's about it so it's a pretty good podcast game um is it worth 60 dollars? i don't know the, so you had me dying, Phil, because you were like, "What if they did what about the American Revolution?" George Washington. Yeah, it was funny, dude. Oh man, it was pretty it'd be good. Called Colonial Warriors. Yeah, it'd be great. It sounds yeah. great. Make that game oddly controversial. Hey, what did you buy? Are you still playing games? Wrath. Uh, I okay. So since we're using the Xbox to present Caster, I can't go back and look at the new games I bought. 
Um, but I'm just gonna see if I can remember any of them. Oh, one is uh, I think I played it, so it might be on my little list here, and it is not. But it's like a horse racing championship 2016, and it's one of those really Gross. like, it's a really shitty uh, like, low budget, horrible looking PS1 horse racing game. And I played it for yeah. about. I thought it was gonna be funny in a meme way, in a meme kind of way, but um. It was not fun at all. It wasn't even a funny at all. Like, it was just terrible and sad. And it's probably the worst three dollars I've ever spent in my life. So I played it for about ten seconds and I said that this has got to be it. This is probably the whole loop. And then I left. Never. Well, we still need to play uh, Bassmaster twenty sixteen or whatever <laughs> that's on Game Pass. Oh yeah, did we talk about that? Because like, whenever you spawned in, you spawned in the middle of the lake, like underwater, standing there, and I was like, how? Like, how did they fuck that up? How did that happen just yeah. now to me? And Dude, like, I was even driving my boat over you. <laughs> Do you like catch the fish with your bare hands? I can catch it from the water. Thing. It didn't. It didn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. It was like, God. it's bad when Ocarina of Time does fishing better than a fishing game. You know, that was fun. The way out had better fishing, <laughs> <laughs> which Philip never experienced because I had to catch both of the fish. <laughs> yeah, whatevs. All right, Nave, uh, time for our news. So we actually got our first patron for our Patreon. Can you believe it? What? Someone's paying us one? to do this. No, Congratulations. Money rolling in. Yeah, we are getting paid now. It's official. Congratulations. That's awesome. That's really cool. Except it's from a friend. It's from Morgan from Intergalactic <laughs> Fine Code. It still counts. <laughs> yeah. So now this is just a dedicated ad segment for him until we get more patrons. Go give him a, a checkout on old Twitcher, Intergalactic Pine Goat. He's Thanks, a Morgan. platform streamer. He likes to play Super Mario, Crash Bandicoot, stuff like that. I don't think he actually, I don't know if he actually likes Crash Bandicoot, but he, he has played it on stream. So yeah, I don't know if he likes it or not, though. Yeah. Uh, support us on Patreon, and we'll probably mention your name and something cute about you. And maybe Nave can get a computer from all the tons of podcasting money we make. Yeah. Thank my you. computer's dead. I'm not over it. So, Nave, what does the Twittersphere have to say for Gaming Together Pot? That is a good question that I was totally prepared for. <laughs> Hold on. I think we did get some people writing in. So, that's pretty cool. That's pretty neat. I'm just stalling neat. for time. And now, yeah. It's... So, Ryan, what do you guys usually do to stall for time on your show? I, you know, we. I don't know. I think... We just kind of like talk, you know, Brian, Brian's really a good conversationalist. Uh, I, I like to think that I am as well. Uh, I could talk about Morgan. He was just on our show, uh, the intergalactic Pinecone, since we're doing an ad for him. Cool guy. I can, <laughs> I can definitely say you should check him out on, on uh, Twitch. And, uh, Speaking yeah. Speaking of intergalactic Pinecone, uh, he's the only one who replied to our tweet. So, <laughs> so the guy the intergalactic Pinecone hour uh, he said he grew up playing all three Streets of Rage games on Genesis. He said, this is not only the fantastic brawler, but the series has some of the best music in all of gaming. I'm happy to see that Streets 4 continues that tra this tradition. Also, I asked everyone if Friendly Fire is on or off. He said, Friendly Fire is on. Nave must die. So I appreciate it. <laughs> appreciate the vote of confidence. Um, who do you think killed each other the most in this game, Philip? Uh, you think you killed me the most? Except you... Sure okay. Did. I don't know. You died a lot. I feel like you were dying <laughs> more than I was. Yeah, but I was the only one to get like game over screens like multiple times. I was just out of the out of the game for the whole level. So uh, yeah, do you play with friendly fire on? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did. 
Oh wow! I, okay. I asked Nave how, like Brutal. how he wanted the game, and he's like, "Friendly fire, of course." If we gotta hit each, be able to hit each, other. and Good I'm like, "Oh, no, it's gonna be battle toads all over again, <laughs> right?" It just like always degrades into one v one. Yeah, I mean, it did at the end. And with right, that, you do uh, the, yeah, I was like, we we dipped into the game a little bit, but yeah, let's take a break before we hit our game of the week. Boom, 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 boom. So, do you need a bathroom break or anything? No, I'm good, dude. We go for like a long time sometimes. <laughs> All right. That's fine. We do too. And we're back. So, our game this week Streets of Rage 4, the hit sequel to Streets of Rage 3, I guess. A 2020 classic by Dotamu Lizard Cube Guard Crush Games and published by Dotamu. Dotamu? I always say Dotamu. Yeah, dot email. Dot email. <laughs> I was just gonna uh, let you. I was just gonna let you suffer, but <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure about that one. Uh, but yeah, they're a continuation of the Sega Streets of Rage trilogy, or you know, the newest game is. Uh, do you guys have any experience with the old games? Absolutely. But uh, am I the only one who does? Oh, I I played the living shit out of these games. Yeah, same, same, same. So my I I, I had a Super Nintendo. Uh, I had a friend with a Genesis, and this was like one of those games we played to death. Uh, the first one and the second one. I I played a little bit of three, but not a ton. Uh, it was up there with like Golden Axe was another one for the Genesis yeah. that like I played oh, the yeah. wheels off, and they're great. I mean, they made a lasting impression. Uh, I still go back and play them because I got the NSO which has the Genesis games on it now. And I've gone back and played Streets of Rage 2 like at least three times since since I've gotten it. Love it. I remember, uh, well, for Streets of Rage specifically, I have, like it was on Games for Gold, I think. And that was my first real experience playing Streets of Rage 1. But I was always in the Golden Axe back in the day just because it was just fantasy. Uh, yeah. Streets of Rage, like that's, that's the whole thing. Uh, I don't even think they add anything new besides. Well, no, they still have the Ultimates that just are like screen clears. Mm-hmm. maybe just the the mounts that you can ride on in golden axe that might be the only difference that was cool yeah like yeah jump on liked, the yoshi i like the streets <laughs> of rage games but what i was super into more was uh gauntlet i loved the top down moving around kind of thing yeah. i didn't mean to rhyme just then but but gauntlet uh, gauntlet, was awesome gauntlet legends that's like yeah, dude. so good yeah i yeah. wasted probably like six hundred dollars of my dad's quarters just fucking Oh, it's so good. Yeah, for sure. All right. So if we weren't clear before, Streets of Rage 4 is just a, a continuation of this beat-em-up. Pretty much like the, if you think beat-em-up, this is the game, you know? Like, I wouldn't say there's anything like real major, like, variations from the traditional older beat-em-ups, like the Simpsons game or the uh, Turtles games. You just Yakuza. walk right and you punch things. Yeah, I mean, Yakuza has quite <laughs> a bit of innovation in it at this point, I think. Definitely. But I'm not familiar. Uh, it's 3D for one. <laughs> this is, yeah, uh, kinda, I mean, it's kind of like 2D, but you can move up and down on the plane as well. Um, I think you, you you could use weapons in this, which uh, oh, yeah. I, I, a lot of other beat-em-ups didn't really do. Like Golden Axe didn't do it because um, yeah. everybody had their standard weapon they came with and the Simpsons was the same way and so was like Turtles. So Streets of Rage, like the ability to pick up other weapons and use them, that was pretty cool. And the setting was super cool too. It was that like, nine it was like what you thought like bad dudes were doing when you were a kid you know like gang yeah. fights and <laughs> yeah like grand theft auto almost right. but in a beat em up <laughs> right right one point that came up from uh our one ride in from pinecone is the soundtrack for this game 
and I even I included it. all the composers for this newest edition of the soundtrack, and they have some heavy hitters on on the credits list for some? this. Like, how about how about every single oh you, the the people the people but, okay, yeah the people for it. yeah so like uh, the main dude Oliver Derivier, uh who did he did Alone in the Dark. Which we don't need to talk about alone in the dark. He did obscure the obscure games. Remember me? Sixty generation. You don't want to talk about that. Okay, so none of his games are totally like crazy notable, except for maybe remember me. I I didn't play that one, but I think that one's in my backlog. Not great. It's not great. Oh no, (laughs) not great. But these other two, who I assume are Japanese based on their names, uh, Yuzo Kashiro and Yoko Shiomura, did like Super Mario RPG. the Final Fantasy is like up to 15. Uh, let's see. Damn. Revenge of the Shinobi. Like a lot of the the older Streets of Rage, these are the mm-hmm. ones with descriptions such as dirty electro funk. Which, <laughs> if I remember, going to listen to some music. That's... is uh, fitting. <laughs> to yeah, right. It's here in this game sometimes. Yeah. Uh, Nave, whenever we were playing through, it was like every level, you would like stop and comment, like, Am I the only one hearing this? Even though clearly I was hearing it as well. But this music was pretty bumping. He was not the only one hearing this listener. The music is amazing, man. Like, th- that was all I wanted to talk about, was the whole time we were playing, besides us killing each other, was me going, holy shit, this music's so good. Yeah, they brought uh, Yuzo Koshiro back because he had done the early games. And there's one level where it's like, it's even, the name of the track is like 20 years ago. And it's a remix of the old Streets of Rage song. It's, it, yeah, super, super good soundtrack. Listener, it's on Spotify. The whole album for the the whole soundtrack iTunes as well. is on Spotify. Uh, go listen to it. If anything, what is that one song? I think it's called Chow Down, Chow Time. What is it called? Chow Time. Uh, it's Was this Chow the one time. you just like? That's it. Chow Time. Chow Time is the song. It, that song fucking slaps. It's so good. It does this. Th- this soundtrack does not need to be as fucking amazing as it is. It is so crazy. The the name oh. Dirty Electro Funk, just to go back to that, like if I read that in the 90s, it'd be a song I wanted to listen to. I, <laughs> right? currently, like, I, mean, I currently want to listen to it right now, <laughs> this moment. So when me and Nate played through it, we were able to play online, very convenient. We tried to cross-platform it, PC to console, and did not let us, even though we could send invites. Mm-hmm. It was weird. So we had to just console-console like normal people. And we had a pretty good experience. Ryan, what was your playthrough of this like? So uh, I know it's gaming together, but I played solo uh, both times I played through the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I tried to get my co-host to play uh, with me. This sounds so pathetic. Um, (laughs) I was like, come on, man. Like, come on, Brian. You're my friend. And uh, (laughs) it ends up he's not my friend. He's just my (laughs) co-host. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no, only so, talk to me for the pod. Well, we both have like little kids, so I get it. You know, time is uh, is not easy to come by sometimes. But um, he had played through it uh, on his own because we recently did a beat em up episode, so he had it fresh in his mind, and he was like ranting and raving about it on that episode. And I was like, dude, we got to play together. But you know, sometimes schedules don't link up. But uh, so I did play through it solo. But I, I don't necessarily think it detracts from the game at all. But you know, you get those co-op memories that are just priceless when you play with somebody and didn't have the opportunity to do that. So it's fine. I'm a little disappointed, but Brian sucks. <laughs> you heard it here. Yeah. Ryan's the better it, yeah. one. <laughs> That's why he's um, beating Ryan, dude. I did not expect to enjoy the shit out of this game like I did, but dude, I was same. absolutely having <laughs> such a good time. 
because I, I played a lot of these beat-em-ups, like Battletoads, Philip said. I played a couple. I think there was some on the Rare Replay. Uh, but mm -hmm. I always kind of, like, zone out. I get in the zone, and I just stop. I stop thinking about anything. But there are, like, five or six specific memories I, I remember when playing through this with Philip. And almost all of them involved me hurting him or him <laughs> hurting me. But um, it doesn't matter because it's... It's a really fun and entertaining game, and you have to play with Friendly Fire on unless or, or, you're a coward if you don't have Friendly Fire on. God. <laughs> Speaking of Friendly Fire on and notable core memories. I mean, I probably, was, I probably would opt out of Friendly Fire, so it's okay. I'll take that. I'm a coward. I, I, I have no problem with that. <laughs> You'd miss out on points like this where there's one section where you're in a glass elevator going up God. the side of a building. If you weren't going to bring it up, I was. <laughs> yeah and you're just like it's just a constant stream of enemies dropping in and you have to defeat each wave for the elevator to keep going up or well, it's always going up but it's like an invisible you know wall at that point beat all the enemies before it says like you know forward and gives you like the arrow in like normal games so we're just like find out and we just keep throwing enemies bashing them into the glass after about five or six hits the glass will break and then when people fall out if it's a when enemy it's an instant death if it's you, you lose like a fourth of your health. And there's so many points where Nay was just given like a full combo to like a random biker lady. <laughs> and then he just like moves slightly to the side while I'm trying to like just walk fast. And he just catches me in the back of the head with like the last hit. And it sends me flying. Goku smashing through the, like the glass out of the out of the little box. The elevator. I forgot what it was called. The elevator. <laughs> little box. And to my death. And I'm just like, why, Nave? Why? No, there was a really like, funny, because bodies can hit people and then send them flying also. Right. So yeah. there was this one where one of the big fat dudes kicked me and I flew through the air, hit Philip, and he flew out of the elevator. And Philip was like, no, God, why? <laughs> like, as he's falling. Like, uh, and funny, the dude. worst part was at the top of the elevator was a really hard boss fight that we, the only yeah, boss that fight dude was so hard. Play. It was like Max or something, the pro wrestler. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Or is he? I don't even know what he is, but he was this really strong brawler who didn't flinch on like any hits. Whereas like the other bosses, I think they like did a little bit of flinching. This mm -hmm. guy, he just had like armor. Right. So you just had to like, you had to like tap and then get out of the way before he just roast you with a full clothesline. And we needed our lives to get up to that point. We actually had to restart twice on this point where one point uh, Nave died early and I had to just try to fight him and I didn't even get him down to like a quarter. But then Nave went to fight him on his own whenever I died early, got him down to one hit and then Nave got hit and died. And it was so funny to see. It was like, at that point, I'm like, well, I'm going to go get something for my kids. I think they wanted like cupcakes or something like that. So when it got him cupcakes, I come back to like the game over screen and Nave is just like, <laughs> just like seething with rage. Man. And I'm like, Nave, you died. What are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, like, I go back and see like the Twitch VOD and they were just screaming, what? what? Just like Dude, screaming into so the mic over. anguish. It was yeah. pain. I only had to hit him one more time. One more. And I got scared. You could see, because he put, he made a YouTube video and he kept that whole part in to my embarrassment, but he kept that part in and you could see my, the fear as Ava, how I'm controlling the character. I'm so scared to get close to him. I'm just punching the wrong way. I'm just like, oh God, oh God, oh God. I'm like squeezing my controller. And then he hits me one more time. And oh, no. all, all of that tension just snapped. It was fucking crazy. I, I agree though. I think that's the toughest boss for sure. Um, he's actually a former playable character from one of the older games, but he, you know, they haven't like brainwashed in this. Yeah, but that, I had to reset at that boss as well. Uh, not an easy go. Yeah, really messed up our speedrun time. 
<laughs> All right. So what character did you have like, or did you like pick on your first playthrough or that you enjoyed the most? So the first time I played the game, I played as Axel, right? Because that's like the dude, the main guy. Yeah, he's the main guy, um, right? But I kind of found myself sticking with Blaze a lot and using predominantly Blaze. Uh, I feel like she was faster and a little easier to get that like first hit and keep enemies stunned with. So um, her her special didn't have like the best range, but she was really effective just fighting and getting that first hit in and keeping the enemies from hitting you. Um, so yeah, I found myself using her a lot. Uh, but there are some unlockable characters that you get that I enjoyed as well. But, you know, I don't want to get into that before I hear who you guys played as predominantly. So you have oh, yeah, the like... min-max strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I also picked Blaze on recommendation from Pinecone because he said she was good and I didn't want to play with a lame character. And she was probably the more interesting ones because when you first play the game, you get big beefy dude number one. You get yeah. big beefy dude number two with robot arms. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And then you get girl with guitar. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. But I'll let Nave pick first. And then you get Blaze, who's girl with fist. <laughs> and that's like, they're a little... yeah. And Nave's like, oh, I'm going to be girl with guitar. And I'm like, okay, I'll be girl with fist. And we just went on there and started punching things. Dude, yeah. Cherry Maybe. definitely spoke to me. She was like my entire aesthetic. And you can change the colors too. And there was like a really cool color scheme for her. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was like the black and pink one. I like but how they did. Like, great. They did like the throwback sprites too for the older characters. Oh, yeah. I thought that was cool. Um, but yeah, Cherry Cherry's a very cool character. I thought the the look of her was neat. You know, with her guitar and everything, she's quick too, real fast. Yeah, and I think okay. So at the beginning of the game, so this game, uh, you have two buttons really. You have the attack button, and then you have the special move. And the special move takes away your health, just like kind of. I'm pretty sure that's like that in the old games, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever yeah, you use the yeah. special. Um, I didn't know this, so I went through a lot of the game spamming that attack, oh, no. not realizing I was killing myself and then dying repeatedly. So like the first like four or five levels, I'm like constantly at one life or no lives or dead. But um, yeah, eventually I, f I realized, I think at some, I think it was in the middle of a boss fight or something and I killed myself basically. And I was like, <gasps> I had that experience. So dying. Yeah, I had that experience with the X-Men arcade game. Where like I was Wolverine and I kept spamming a special. I'm like, look how cool this is, you know. And little did I know, I then I'd get hit once and die, and I'd be like, what? How'd that happen? Like, what just happened? But uh, it's always a harsh realization. A good chance with its use of gray health, which is a mechanic that's in a lot of games these days, where you can take health damage yourself, but then if you deal out damage or perform a certain action, you'll recover that health back. Yeah, like in Mortal Kombat, or I think it's Mortal Kombat, or it's Dragon Ball Fighters, where you have multiple characters to that you can switch between, and their gray health will recharge if you swap them out and give them time to rest. So oh, something, it's it's something similar. It's basically Bloodborne. Yeah, Bloodborne did it. Uh, League of Legends did it with Tom Kinch. That's his whole passive. Fuck Tom that he has Kinch, gray health. Oh my god. He is so <laughs> annoying to fight. I <laughs> so much. So you Dude, guys I love him. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That's I was just I was just going to say you're, you're talking about League of Legends, right? And like all I can think is when I'm watching the cutscenes in this game is how much I would love to watch an animated series like in the similar to like Arcane, right? Oh, but, Arcane was yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, it was. But for Streets of Rage, that'd be super cool. Like it sucks a little bit that those cutscenes aren't animated, right? They're really cool, like well done panels, and it jumps. It 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 really like still has a way of conveying like dynamism. 
but it doesn't show you the movement, you know, and it would be really cool to have those gaps filled and see it all play out. It's just like it's like a comic book style a little bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you bring speaking, that up. Oh, are you going to so, talk about it too? Yeah, I'm going to do it. Go so like you think these cutscenes were kind of like flat, like the art is really good, oh, but yeah. it is basically still frames, almost visual novel style of characters reacting as things are happening. And the second it came up, I think it was like on our second cutscene. Because like I watched the first one, and I think Nate was doing something else, and I told him what happened during this the first one. Second one came up, and we instantly started doing the characters' voices. And <laughs> nice. like, like, Dude, me and Bill are on the same wavelength right now. This is so weird. <laughs> we're never like this. And of course, Nave instantly made all like whatever character he ended up voicing seemed to be the female characters, and they all sounded like <laughs> Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, that's because I think like one of the first female characters that voiced is Estelle, who's a cyber cop lady or something mm. like that. I'm not sure what <laughs> she is, but she was like really strong whenever we were fighting her. Oh, yeah, you fight her like multiple times, too. And yeah. she is a pain every time. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> for some reason, she sounds like Solid Snake. And there was He's one like, character I think it was There's civilians on the train. Stop your fire. Hold your fire. I could see it. I could see it fitting. Yeah, for sure. And there's one character, the, Floyd, the robot arms, who only yeah. has like one line in the whole the whole playthrough. He has one line, and yeah. it popped up, and both of us just like froze for a second because we're like, nobody's <laughs> voice this guy. <laughs> like, I think that's your character. I sat there because we kind of were taking turns too, just talking. Because sometimes you would end up talking to yourself, and that was bullshit. So we would just take over it for the other character. As soon as that character came up, I just froze. Like, what voice was I using for this guy? <laughs> and then. I, I think I made him just sound like uh, I don't even remember what I made him sound like. Yeah, but those cutscenes are really good. Well, I say really good. They're really simple. I wish there was more to it, but uh, this game is short and sweet. I would say, as far as I don't know, just quality goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think it like elicits multiple playthroughs, right? Because of its length, it, it's easy to like. It was easy for me to pick it back up and play through it again. It only took an hour, maybe two, to make it through the whole thing. Um, I will be right back. Yeah, it's it's a uh, it is really short, but I think that almost works to its benefit. It doesn't overstay its welcome because um, beat 'em ups can be simple, right? This is maybe complex for a beat 'em up, but that that length yeah. helps it. Yeah, and uh, this game definitely has a more complex fighting system than I was expecting because I think the last beat 'em up I actually played might have been Castle Crashers which that's a soft RPG beat-em-up almost. That game is pretty simple whenever it comes to, like, the combo system. You just have, like, one slash attack. I think you have, like, a heavy in spells. Whereas this game, you have one attack button, but it's the way you mix in the attacks with the jumps and then the throws, which the throws aren't even, like, a button press. It's like you just need to encroach on their personal space and you'll do the grab. Right, yeah, that's from, like, those older games, too. But I, I like how responsive it is, too. Like you said, it's simple, but, you know, you're facing one direction and, like, throwing hands, and if you press the other direction and attack, it's pretty yeah. quick that your character is able to, like, throw a back kick or a little sweep in that direction. And it, it never felt like, oh, like, there's an enemy coming from behind me. I have to turn around and be ready for that. It, it's, it could happen on the fly. It's almost refreshing compared to um, a lot of modern fighting games. Like, we look at the new Soul Calibur, which, of course, has fast, medium, and heavy attacks, and then a shield break attack, then a grab, and then the... I don't even know what the right bumper does. It's, it's like another weird uh, shield guard break attack. For a fighting game, which isn't a fighting game, it's a beat-em-up, to be centered around one button, it's actually pretty impressive. 
as far as I feel game design goes. Yeah, I think it's important that I mention the jump button too. I don't think it's been mentioned up to this point, but it's there. You can and jump. Like, I, I, yeah, you don't use it that often. I mean, it does allow for you to like escape some hairy situations or to jump into combat with like a lead in jump kick. So it's helpful here and there, but uh, yeah, you can jump. One thing I initially like was wondering about when I started playing the game was like, how do you Dark Souls roll? Because we're coming <laughs> right. right at Elden Ring and I'm like, I feel so like in Elden Ring, you're just anytime there's danger, roll away. That's like the answer nine times out of 10. Right, right. Because I, do, I don't have a shield. So I'm like, I got to roll. Whereas this game, you just walk diagonally to dodge most things. <laughs> yeah, it's or true. walk up and down. And I'm like, there's a guy with a knife running straight at me. If I don't walk like <laughs> vertically up and down, he's going right. to run me over. Yeah. And he did run me over multiple times. But it is funny. Like if you're not standing directly in front of him, you're fine. You can move like an inch yeah. up and you're good. Don't worry about that guy, that knife wielding maniac. Like he's no threat. Hello. So, what are you do? Yeah, Hello. Welcome back, Maeve. <laughs> we were just talking about kind of uh the way the fighting styles of this game, whereas uh, like ha- how you can dodge people by just walking slightly down instead of having a Dark Souls roll away, <laughs> how you can jump and do combos and stuff like that. Anything to take on the combat mechanics? Uh, jump attacks are tight. Yeah, they're really oh, good. Not jump attacks. Uh, what was it? Shut up. I don't know what I'm talking about. You guys go on. I feel like throws are, are kind of OP, especially when you have, an, like if you're hitting an enemy and there are enemies like multiple coming from behind you, you just like walk closer to that guy and then throw him behind you and you can take all three out and then you get them lined up nicely. Because that's like a big point of the combat, right? Is having everybody lined up. Because you could yeah, hit crowd management. Five, yeah, you could hit five people if they're all right there in front of you. Uh, but they're not always in front of you. They do come from all over the place. Yeah, and some of those ones that uh, don't engage directly are almost like don't engage in honorable warfare, like yeah. the ones that are like potion chucking from the, oh, from yeah, the far yeah. back. Like, God, that made me so mad. Those or the, the grenade worst. throwers. Yeah. yeah, they throw grenades and stuff. The, the elemental damage is insane. Like when you're standing in the poison, and yeah. I was just like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, <laughs> the whole freaking time. It's terrible. Dude, and the person I had the hardest time with my first playthrough, but I didn't have any issue with the second one, were the the Iron Fist guys. They're wearing like the yellow and green, and they do the spinning jump kick from like halfway across the screen. Yeah, yeah. The, I always had the hardest time with that because you'd be like fighting somebody else, and then they'd just like get you and retreat and do it all over again. Yeah, it was a pain. Oh, one thing with the enemies, they all have names, which is a traditional part of these these style games. Usually, the ones that were kind of homages to other fighting games. Like, was it Goro, the karate master that give you the yeah, thousand slaps? Yeah. yeah. Like every time we saw a new character, we'd always try to check their name and be like, okay, what's this a reference to? Cause there was like a <laughs> cop and it's like, Oh, is this an Andy Griffith show reference in this fighting game? I'm pretty <laughs> the, sure like, there his... was a cop that was Nate. What was his name again? Oh, I don't know. It's like the deputy in the Andy Griffith show. That's a deep pull, but yeah, there were so many a real deep cut. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're like swap members, and their names are. Uh, oh God, what's RoboCop's name now? Oh yeah, <laughs> no, I picked up on that. Um, Murphy, right? Murphy, that's it. Murphy, it, yeah. And it, Murphy, yeah. and then the recolor was like Durfee or something like that. <laughs> and they just like, <laughs> like okay, God, I love guys. stupid names so much. Or like all the biker ones are named after like um, weather. Right? There's like Gale and like Storm and things like oh, that. I didn't make that reference. Yeah. At one yeah. point you fight um what was it? Like army troopers and they're named like Sand. 
or something like that. <laughs> and like I'm like that's that's they didn't really think about that one that much because he's just wearing like tan armor. I'm like old yeah, there the was sand there was fighter the guys with there. the guns, and they were just named after whatever color suit they were wearing, like <laughs> gold, like gold and, and silver. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. I mean, even like running out of names. The main enemies, right? It's Mister Y and Mrs. Y. <laughs> like that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there's one part where we meet um the the token samurai character oh, yeah. in this cyberpunk future or today. I'm not sure what the timeline is with this, but everything's yeah. very neo cybery at this point. And we fe- we meet a samurai who has like spear magic. I don't remember his name, but is he a, he's a playable character? I think in the DLC. Shiva? Is it Shiva? Is that yeah, Shiva? Shiva? Yeah. Yeah. And you ask him, you're like. All right, where do we stop the bad guys? And he's oh like, "Oh my god, yes!" <laughs> he looks up, and there's a giant building that is a huge Y on the side of it. Right. And I'm like, "Yep, it's it's one of those games, isn't it?" Dude, this is like one of the few notes I have. Is the guy's like, "Yeah," his response is like, "They're they're kind of hiding in plain sight, and the building's right there with the giant Y. Like, how'd you miss it?" It's like the Doctor remember. Evil face inside of the volcano. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's like in the final level, you're going to track down Miss Miss and uh, Mister Y, and we go in through like a, a medieval church castle thing right outside of town. Look like you can see the town from the castle, and <laughs> we see stained glass in the wall of giant robots. And Nave says, "I wonder if we're gonna have to fight a giant robot." And then we get to the <laughs> after we after Five we beat phase one. Later. One of them jumps into a giant robot and starts fighting you. And I'm like, Nave, we're fighting a giant robot right now. We've gone over the edge. <laughs> oh, it's so well done, though, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, hell it's yeah. you go over the it edge in the best bad. way possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's funny, too, right? Because you were talking about the soundtrack and the whole idea. Uh, I guess we're, we could get into spoilers, right? Like, it's fine. No, go all okay. in. Yeah. yeah. So the whole plan for Mr. Y and Miss Y is that they want to um, like brainwash everybody through music. So here I am like playing streets of rage four and listening to the slamming soundtrack and thinking like, wait, am I genuinely enjoying this game of my own free will? Or am I being oh, brainwashed yeah. right now? That was the I think they made that reference ever. too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, I was meta. like, dude, if I'm going to get, if I'm going to get brainwashed to music, I might as well get brainwashed to fucking amazing music. Like, right. this, is, this is the best soundtrack ever. For sure. No complaints. Yeah. We've, we've talked about morality in games and also the cognitive, this isn't dissonance or whatever Cognitive of dissonant? like ludo narrative dissonance yeah. with or how about- the story clashes with the gameplay or like what the, oh, okay. the the context for what you're doing in the game matters like if we look at you know back in the day glover you're a glove with a ball and you just gotta <laughs> you gotta move it around in this game you're what does this say about capitalism <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I mean, it's this question of like how this get made and people are buying it. But if we look at this game where we are uh, cybernetic detectives literally just beating through hundreds of street toughs and bike gangs and then all of a sudden find these like everyone's super ripped, it seems. I think we found like two characters that weren't like super ripped, basically badasses that we had to fight. And it was like the kangaroo that was working the bar, but he was looking pretty strong. <laughs> and then like a secretary that was hiding behind a desk. And maybe the ramen salesman or something. Yeah, I don't know. But it, that kangaroo like, was tight. Everyone in the universe is a Dragon Ball Z fighter ready to throw down the second yeah. you walk into the room. Yeah. It's like, when this came up, we talked. Uh, the sprites are as wide as they are tall, some of them. They're like little <laughs> blocks, right? Like they're insanely beefy people. I love it so much. I, I'm like, you, you, it's like, make everyone look like Gears of War. It's like the funniest shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> the funniest <laughs> looking shit. It's true. Like, whenever, the... What was it, what was his name? The guy. Uh, it's it's uh, Cherry's dad shows up. Yeah. Like, oh my oh, god. Oh, right. guy. He does like the superhero. Adam. 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 Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. yeah, which he was my second pick after we lost to old Mad Max like two times. I'm like, obviously we need to change something up. Yeah, uh, and I became Adam, and I think that's when Nave grabbed Axel, and we and played like, through the rest of the game like that. Just like Adam's costume too, he's got his shirt like unbuttoned down to his belly button, <laughs> right? Like it's, he's got a DB all... cut, yeah, yeah. with suspenders. Slick, Super he slick. Really guys. looks like uh, Johnny Gat from Saints Row. <laughs> like, he looks just <laughs> like him. Oh, and so often we're fighting at night and in buildings, and he has sunglasses on the whole time. Yeah. He's a cool rock. guy. <laughs> he is he a cool guy. guy. Sunglasses. Yeah, but so in the story, we are literally fighting our way, just trying to stop these evil business rich guys, whatever, from mind controlling everyone with their speakers. That, like, was it the condemned? The condemned story where they have oh speakers in the, oh gosh, yeah. in the sewers Dude, that are driving everybody too. crazy. The fucking too. stupid one, God. yeah, the one that you just pretend it doesn't exist. Yeah, the story is so bonkers and just off the wall. It's like it doesn't matter, but it feels good just to fight through the waves of people. It's hard to, it's surprising to see such a, ref, a game like that when every game seems to be, I don't know, trying to send a deeper message. When I look at a lot of the other indie games in the field, for some reason I keep thinking of uh, Thomas was alone mm-hmm. and maybe sub- subliminal. If you played that one, was alone was amazing. Yeah, it was. I know, but it was also trying to like send a weird message. Whereas this game was just like, "Hey, go punch some people," you know. What message is uh, Stanley Parable trying to send, Philip? I think it's about narrative control, but I I'm not deep enough to understand it. <laughs> it's, it's the Bioshock of of indie games. <laughs> it is. Even, it really even is. Like, Would you kind like that on the box? <laughs> even like the Stanley Parable. There's a huge difference between that game and this. Like the writing in the Stanley Parable, like everything about it. And then you, this is just like, yeah, like you said, go punch people in the face, have fun, right? Bad guys are bad. Good guys are good. Yeah, it's surprising to see a game about having fun because like. They're, they're rare. So many games are like, oh, this is a cinematic narrative experience or whatever, where this game is, this is just a gameplay experience with a fun story thrown on top. Yeah. Or it's Elden Ring. I'm not sure what Elden Ring is at this point. Yeah, right. I don't know what Elden Ring is either, but I'm having fun playing it. Yeah, it's fun. But uh, the, the lady cop, actually, who talks like Solid Snake, Estelle. Yeah. <laughs> She, exactly oh, it's 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 there man if there is a cartoon she better sound that way um but she had a like pretty interesting story arc out of any character i feel like hers was the best because you're dealing with like crooked cops right that's some of the people you punch in the face and you have like this moment where she is against you throughout the game because she genuinely thinks you're criminal she's trying to do the right thing and she has this moment where that all comes crumbling down around her, right? When Mr. Y shoots the train with the rocket launcher and she realizes yeah, had a whisker she, moment. Right. And she realizes she was like working for the bad guys and it breaks her in some way. And she comes back in and like Deus Ex Machina saves you later in the game. But I thought that was maybe the deepest storyline out of any character, right? Yeah, definitely. I do remember there was one weird moment where dad falls from the sky and he's like, all right, you need to back off to the cops or whatever. I'm special forces or something along those lines. And we were like, what does that even mean? Like right. you can't just come into any police investigation or like they're literally just trying to arrest people to try to figure out what's going on because we've just been basically punching our way through the city and they're trying to like stop us pretty much. And he's like, 
carry on, mind your own business. <laughs> he and gets like, called oh, out man. on it though. Yeah, he does get yeah. called out where she's like, like you, you can't don't have do jurisdiction. That. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I love the when you go through the prison and all the guards and, and yeah. uh, the inmates are just fighting, and I'm just like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, this is the best prison I've ever seen. Yeah, I was just opening of... up the gates and like letting prisoners out <laughs> fight us. I was like, oh my god. I just kind of sat yeah. back and like let them deal with each other for a little while. Also, with the police station, the, the funniest thing too is you get to the top of the police station into the commissioner's office and the commissioner is the biggest cop he's just, <laughs> that's how he became really... the commissioner philip he had to wrestle he had to wrestle them and then he was the one yeah. who came out on top oh and he like smashes so... his desk desk and there's like yeah. piles of money under it because he's crooked right so that, yeah, that's of course, classic a... and you just beat him and of course he chooses violence even though we have like knives and like samurai swords and we're like beating, like blowing people up we never kill anyone i don't think because at the end of the game, like the commissioner comes back to fight you again, or another commissioner, maybe. <laughs> I figure there's only one, but it's like many characters come back to fight you again with the same names. And so I took that as in canon, we're not killing anyone, as I picked up a Guan Yu blade and brought it down on someone's head. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Batman logic. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, all those guys who you just uh, beat into concussion. Yeah, they're totally fine. Going back to that moment with Adam when he gets called out, like it is funny because it reverts back to like the what this game's all about. She calls him out and is like, "Hey, you don't have jurisdiction here." And he's like, "Well, now I got to punch her in the face." Yeah, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is like, I'll handle this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You kids, get out of here. Yeah, this is after we had a group hug. It's true. This game is just like, moment. I don't want to say it's as ridiculous as like Saints Row, but this game, because like that game goes into insanity, but this game is ridiculous, but it's consistent in its own universe, which is, it's just fun. It has to be a fun game. Definitely. My dog, it's starting to storm. My dog does not like the storms. She has no, she, it reminds her of how little control she has over her life. It's deep. Yeah, I know. That's when she's staring. Oh, you can't see her. She's right directly behind me. She's just staring at the back of my head this whole time. <laughs> Every time All right, do you guys around. have any more discussion points you would like to pull up? No, no. I think I got my notes cleared. Um, I really like punching people in the face, and I don't know if I realized that till I played Streets of Rage. All right, Nave. Anything from you? Uh, play Yakuza. It's good. <laughs> All right. And with that, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back for our final words. Do, 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 do. All right, do you need to use the bathroom or anything? Oh, good, man. Good. All right. Who wants and to go someone, first? Someone came over. They're right here. You can't see. They're like slightly out of camera, but they're just hearing one side of this three-way conversation this whole time. It must sound riveting. Just like silence for like 15 minutes and then, yeah, it's like <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that. And we're back. All right, Streets of Rage 4, a classic beat-em-up revival. Brian, would you like to go first? Actually, no, don't go first. Nave, you go first. Nave, you're always being weird about the final words. I want you to do it good this time. Oh, do it good? Um, Yeah, do it good. All right, let me think. This game is good. It's on Game Pass. You should play it. Uh, That's it. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let me first. show you what final words are supposed to sound like. <laughs> Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> Truly. In a world. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Three men wronged by their country. 
Okay, I wasn't expecting much from this game. Whenever we stepped in, uh, we just needed a, a holdover game so we could play some more Elden Ring. And it was like, why don't we play Streets of Rage 4? And I'm like, this all right, Nate, that idea. sounds fun. This was Ryan's idea. Ryan was like, was like Streets of yeah. Rage 4. And I was just like, dude, I've been thinking about that fucking game for a long time. Like, yeah. I just never well, had the moment. Well, Ryan, thank you for bringing this game up. Hey, no problem. I'm glad you, you guys, it sounds like you both enjoyed it, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very I've cool. got brand new music to listen to all the time. Excellent. Yeah, like I, I'm also like reviewing the music. I'm always thinking like we've been doing more and more streaming, and I mean game music's like the only thing you can play on your stream and get away with it. So I'm like, man, maybe I should just like be pulling pulling some tracks. And like if we ever do like you know just fun Halo nights or something like that, we can just put Streets of Rage music in the background and just vibe. Oh my god, I would just I would be so fucking hyped up. Yeah, but so this game is definitely worth a play, especially in co-op. Honestly, I feel like solo might be lonely, maybe for me personally, because I didn't have a lot of connection with the previous games. But playing in co-op, I had so much fun. It got to a point where, like, I think it was like maybe past nine o'clock and my kids were trying to sleep. And I'm just in here yelling <laughs> as <laughs> Nate was just like throwing me out the window or Nate drops down <laughs> and gives me basically the full one, two, three, four dropkick yeah. combo. And I'm just stunlocked. And I'm just like, hey, why? Stop, Nate, stop right now. <laughs> just continue. I always just get carried away by the music, man. There's this one, there's a, a pier you're on and um, <laughs> there are holes in the pier and you can fall in the water. And oh, I yeah. kick him in the back of the head and he flies <laughs> as, the, as the camera pans slowly to the right. And there's a hole right in the trajectory where he's going to land. <laughs> and it's so fucking funny. He goes right in there. <laughs> it's like the third hole we saw the whole time. So it's so, so stupid. I recommend you grabbing a co-op partner and playing this game. It's on Game Pass, and if it's not, I think it's probably only like $20 on the store. Give it a try. It's actually really good. It's short. I think it only took us two and a half hours to beat, but it has DLC, and you can always replay it as like different characters or with different modifiers on. There's lots of accessibility options. I think we actually turned one on that gave us an extra life on each level because I think it was the Mad Max one, which we didn't need it because we ended up like clearing the whole level without dying. Like whenever we finally we did beat it. Yeah, like, we literally we, we have... did the uh, sit forward, put your elbows on your knees, really try. Yeah, and we played the game on normal, which was an honest challenge. I probably recommend that as a starting difficulty. But if you're playing with like kids or something easy, you're probably just fine. Yeah. So that's my final words. Go play it. All right, Ryan, time for your final words on Street of Rage 4. Uh, my final words, I just want to kind of, kind of echo nave uh play yakuza a good starting off point oh would be zero or like a dragon i would say both of those would it depends if you like beat-em-ups uh go with zero i would start with zero i don't know if you feel differently about that nave but if you uh, like turn philip stopped playing zero oh. boo this man boo i will boo you that, that is a great game he said oh, you i had know, to play dragon said, quest you know I... yeah he's like i want to play dragon quest of final fantasy 13 i'm like <laughs> so if you want to play an rpg play like a dragon <laughs> that's what i would yeah. say <laughs> but uh f final word on streets of rage 4 yeah definitely go play it find somebody who likes you more than brian likes me and uh play with them uh <laughs> so i was kind of alluding to it you know these whenever i played with a friend with the earlier beat-em-ups it always degraded into that 1v1 because inevitably we'd get to like the end of a level and just start beating the crap out of each other right and like that's the beauty of it these are fun with another person um i will say yeah on game pass so if you have game pass no excuse also i think it's on every console switch playstation and like you said phil it's like 
20 bucks it probably goes on sale for ten dollars at times like you should really give this game a shot it's awesome and needs to be experienced i think it's also on the linux and stadia if you're really desperate look at that it's my favorite 2d uh beat-em-up game actually uh Ooh. yeah not my favorite beat-em-up but my favorite 2d beat-em-up even better than battletoads yes i love battletoads though so i think turtles in time is pretty good dude i'm ready i'm ready for the uh what is it, the Cowabunga edition? Oh, gosh, right? That looks so good. It looks so good. Add it to the list. Yeah. Yeah. And with that, first off, I want to thank Ryan for coming onto the pod. I'm sorry I goofed at the beginning and said you were from Main Quest when you're actually from Listoff. <laughs> it's all good, dude. It's all Who's good. Who's from Main Quest? a running joke. Uh, Keith, uh, Keith is Main Quest. Fuck. I almost said Eric. That would have been It's like a 50-50 shot. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys for having me on. Yeah, it's cool if you mess up my name. I'm not too particular about that sort of thing. Uh, Keith is from the main quest, if I'm allowed to give another podcast a shout out. He's a great dude, and I highly recommend his show as well. Um, it, it really means a lot that you guys uh, thought and to invite me on the show. I had a great time, man. I really enjoyed talking about this game with you. So thanks. Yeah, and uh, oh, we're glad sure to Ryan have you. knows we're very disappointed in him for not yeah. only not playing with you, but also for not joining us in the conversation. Uh, yeah, it's that, it's that goes back to that scheduling thing. But um, you now you know you have a taste of what I live with uh, disappointment in yeah. Brian. So yeah, I'm the I'm like the I'm like a big wild card. Philip's got a lot of free time re- recently, but mm. uh, I have a hard job. It is raining. I'm it's raining so hard, and I'm afraid that because all of my windows are open. A little worried oh, no. about that. Well, we better wrap this up quick. Nave, what are we playing next week? Fuck if I know. It's we're gonna be playing Elden Ring, but um, we're not beating that anytime soon. Sorry, are you sure Morgan. about that? Are you sure that I? Are you sure about that? What am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's just go down some games that we could probably finish really quick. Uh, Doom Classic, uh, PSO two. Uh, how long is Rain? Or... Doom Classic, because that sounds like a fucking fun time. Doom Classic. Yeah, I fucking love Doom. All right. What about you, Ryan? You play Doom? Yeah. Doom oh, yeah. Of point? course. Of course. Um, I, is it co-op? Doom Classic? The the ports are like the, oh, wow. the console ports are all co-op. How cool! Can we play Turok um, co-op? Oh gosh, Turok's so good. Turok's the fucking best. Yeah. Oh, Seeds of Evil oh, with that brain bore. Are you yeah, serious? Come on, dude. Come on, you've got to be saying that just because you heard our last episode, because I think you've brought this up like three episodes no. in a row now. Oh no, 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 no. This came, this comes up on my podcast regularly. Like we talk <laughs> about this, we talk about Turok and we talk about the cerebral boar for sure. Why? It's the coolest weapon that's ever existed in a game ever. It's it's great. Yeah. It sounds like a weapon that comes out of um oh, what are those destroy all humans games? Like have, did you play I those? Know. Like maybe the name. It's it, this this weapon sounds like a work of improv, like just people yes ending over and over again <laughs> until it just gets to the natural conclusion of the the to the drill that drills into your skull. That seems fatal, but also let's just blow their fucking head up. Like, why not? <laughs> why? That's too much. All right. Once again, thanks again, Ryan, for joining us. This Thank is where you. we call it co-op partners. Maybe we can go uh, punch some dudes in some dark alleyways next time. See ya. Or drop kick your friend off of a cliff. Bye. Bye bye. I just, oh, I've got to do this, huh? Yeah, you have to <laughs> yep. hit stop now well, because you're the Xbox, guy. <laughs> so I have to turn my Xbox controller on. Hold on.